Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money of M 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for Mind Your Business. And on today's segment, uh, it's an interesting one. You've heard the saying, uh, life is like a game. Well, for our next guest, it literally is like a game. And he levels up every time he so-called loses. Quite interesting. So, reviving from, un- from an untimely retrenchment, our next guest built a multi-million dollar gaming company, which is the largest mobile gaming studio in Singapore from scratch by the way fast forward six years he has now created his own Binance backed crypto gaming company which just raised 6.6 million US dollars in a private sale earlier this year so what made him decide to jump into the crypto gaming scene and how is it different from your typical gaming world well on the line with me this morning is Chris Ng the co-founder of Skyarc Studio Chris good morning Hey, morning, everyone. So let's uh, talk a little bit about Skyarc Studio, Chris, uh, just to start things off. Uh, you guys are currently one of Singapore's leading blockchain game studios. What else can you tell us about the company? Um, perhaps share with us a little bit about the business model. Okay, as you mentioned just now, Skyarc Studio is actually a Binance-backed Singapore blockchain game studio. We are funded together with other investors in our private round of $6.6 million and valuation of $60 million. Our main aim of Skyarc Studio is to build a blockchain gaming ecosystem and be the bridge between traditional games and Web3 space, helping companies that are interested in traversing into blockchain gaming to achieve their goal. So in total, we will be developing two game five and one social buy games. The first two game five games will be the proof of concept via our Sky Engine solution to prove how easy a traditional game can be converted into blockchain games easily. While the third game will be a social five super app that allows players to use their alternate identity to social, shop, music, video in our multiverse built by the creators and developers. So lastly, we are actually promoting one NFT can be transferable to our three products to do more utilities with via one NFT. Okay, uh, I want to know a little bit more about your entrepreneur journey because you were a business analyst and then you built your own uh, sort of mobile gaming studio. Tell us a bit more about your journey. Okay, eight years ago, while I'm just having my first child, I received a very bad news from my company that they were going to ease their operations in Singapore and move the operation to Philippines and hope that I can actually relocate with my family. But I actually rejected the offers and then I was retrenched. Trust, um, I decided with my wife that I should take this opportunity to do something different, which was to start a gaming company. I mean, like about eight years to 10 years ago, right? Um, there isn't a lot of gaming companies yeah. before, and it's a big risk for me to actually start something in a country that do not have the uh, ecosystem built, right? Yeah. So um, I have been a gamer myself for more than 30 years, but I have zero knowledge in gaming development. With my business experience and partnering with the right talents, right, I managed to actually pull through the eight years of gaming development, building a team of 12 to 100 talents in Singapore, mm. and eventually sold the company to an A-listed company called Century Games, which is invested by Tencent. Mm. And as a workaholic, um, I actually thought that um, I can actually lie low, settle down with something simple. But eventually, I took out uh, blockchain gaming as my next venture because I really believe that blockchain is here to stay. I hope to be part of the builders. I've been reading uh, it online for blockchain for the past 12 years and uh, very skeptical about blockchain. 
because I thought the technology was very new. There's a lot of scams. Um, but uh, after reading that, um, I believe the technology was be here for the decades, right? It yeah. will be here to stay. I believe that it must be done by some veterans uh, in the gaming to make sure that people believe that it works. So I believe that I'll be part of build out the industry. Oh wow! I mean, that's that's quite a fascinating story. Uh, it's nice. I mean, I'm a gamer myself. Uh, I wish I could start a gaming company. Is it purely on on the interest that you were a gamer that you wanted to start a mobile gaming company? Was there was there some inkling of a trend that this could take off? There are about three billions of gamers in the world, right? Um, and eventually, the new generations they have everyone has a mobile phone, right? Yeah. My yeah. my son is asking me whether he can own a handphone while he's at the age of six years. Yeah. So I believe on my age, right, when I start gaming, it's about ten years old. When I start to having a mobile phone, I was about eighteen years old. Okay. So it will become earlier and earlier for every generation to start touching on games. Everybody will have a handphone with a game installed in their handphone. So. I believe, um, be it a casual gamer or a hardcore gamer, there will be only getting more and more gamers. As a father myself and become a grandparent, we will be the first batch of grandparents who will be start playing games. I agree with you, you know, because I'm not giving up gaming anytime soon. I mean, why not? It's a nice, I mean, if you can control your time, it's a nice escape from uh, the pressures of everywhere else in the world, right? Uh, I am curious, uh, Chris, when we talk about this gaming industry, right, especially for a lot of startups, uh, I'm sure you faced some challenges in the early days getting investors. Has that improved over time? In the gaming industry, it's always because um, a lot of investors, they eventually don't understand what's gaming. Mm. And um, it's very hard to promote uh, uh, intangible things for them because uh, whereas we still talk about software, they might not know about software stuff. They would know about more like uh, commodities like gold, land, properties. It's much easier for them to understand. But when we talk about gaming, we talk about the uh, microtransactions that we can sell to uh, people, it gets harder for them to understand. So uh, there's always still this barrier to, to overcome. But when blockchain comes into play, it, it, it blockchain came to introduce this game five stuff, which allows a lot of investors to get things easily understand through finance plus gaming. Mm. Uh, game five, which means game plus finance, it allows people to actually understand that in a gaming world, we have a virtual economy that also allows players to do trading, to do mm. buying and selling, supply and demand. So um, it actually educates a lot of things to the to the uh, investor nowadays uh, in the past two to three years. So I believe in blockchain gaming, it's much easier to get investment for a new startup. Whereas uh, for talents-wise, there are a lot of people wanted to be gaming developers. Mm. Uh, there is gaming school like DigiPens that actually uh, educate students to build on games. There's a lot of talents uh, in Singapore that wanted to do games, but uh, the pity is that there's very little gaming companies yeah. that has hiring for these people. So I do believe the team will only get better for mm. people to offer on blockchain gaming and also talents to have a chance to work on gaming uh, projects. It's quite interesting, this idea of crypto gaming and, and the opportunity to trade and, well, earn money for like a better choice of words. I mean, when you look at something as simple as social media 10, 12 years ago when it started, or even more than that, you have never expected that it has disrupted the marketing and advertising landscape. What does this disrupt? What does crypto gaming potentially disrupt? Because uh, I feel that could become like a full-time job. Okay, so... Um 
easy state is in web one. We call it web one. Uh, is we can only read like that time we only have uh, yellow pages <laughs> online. We yeah. can only read right, yeah. and then web two comes. We can read and write, which means uh, we have social media. We can read and then we can write our messages to, to the whole world. So what does web three mean? Uh, web three we call it own. So it's like a ownership. Okay. which means uh, we are actually converting all the assets in the online to become a digital asset. Like uh, while we are playing traditional games, right, players actually do not own any assets from the game itself. There is a terms and conditions saying that when you create the account, you play the game itself, all the items that you found in the game belong to the game developer. That's Web 2. But in Web 3, it's very different narrative whereby we told the gamers that Anything you found in the game, you buy in the game, you own the assets itself, yeah. uh, which is very important because after I have played the game for about two to three years, and then after you quit the game, you own nothing. Mm. And then you invested a lot of time into the game itself, uh, it becomes zero. But for Web3 narrative, it's always every second, every minute, every year you spend in the game itself, right? You own the thing. After you don't play the game, you can take the game, uh, you can take the game assets, you can sell to other players, you can trade with them. It's totally legit. Another word is own means ownership. Okay. Because uh, a lot of time in traditional games is uh, centralized things. All the decision is decided by the developer itself. Mm. But in web three narrative is we are decentralized. We the developer himself don't own the ownership of everything. Right. Which means the decision of the game makes progression is decided by the players too. So it's a community that we are trying to build. So that is something that is very very destructive to to the current web two now because yeah. everyone they don't want to be managed or controlled by only single person yeah. so that's how we are destructive yeah I see I mean if you, if you take it back to the very very not to say primitive but the uh, the early days a lot of business was done via trading right so in this sense it is trading but on the virtual item yet there's that sense of potential encashment when you sell the item would I be correct to, to put it this way yes correct so which means um, the trading doesn't belong to the to the developer anymore. Mm, mm. It's back to the ownership of the players. Mm. What does what does things like the metaverse, you know, when it really goes full swing, what does that do for this crypto gaming uh, landscape? Metaverse is just a very good narrative whereby we are not in the physical world but yet we are in the virtual world to do trading. Uh, metaverse can be in many different forms. Even in Twitter, just chatting, you, you can consider that as a metaverse. So it's just a different form whereby you're not physically interact with, you are just virtually on board with people. So in Metaverse, what about the new generation like is, is really the alternate identity. So they are not using their physical identity whereby uh, Chris Ng is a CEO of Skyhawk Studio, uh, but I'm using uh, another identity like uh, I'm just a 30 years gamer that I like to talk to other people. <laughs> so I'm just basically using another identity, right? Uh, to talk to other people uh, with freedom. Yeah. Mm. As one of my colleagues would say, it uh, gives you the opportunity to wear many hats. <laughs> yes, correct. Okay, uh, curious. I mean, where where do you see the future of e-gaming then? I mean, you, you, you've seen it evolve so much. Uh, what kind of trends do you think um, we should be looking at next? I think blockchain gaming is still in its infancy and it's still a long way to go. Uh, well, it's estimated that about 3 billion gamers in the world, right, which include those that play mobile games and the number of people who have actually interact or block any blockchain gaming assets, right, is far fewer, which will present the opportunity for us as studio to come into the space. 
At, at this junction, right, uh, there's a lot of experimental interactions and engagement with users who make up our community on how this should develop and progress. So there is a lot of uncertainty, but uncertainties which means there's a lot of opportunity that how we want to build the system in blockchain. So as a builder, right, this is actually the best timing uh, for us to focus on building before the next cycles come. Wow, that is that is good advice. I suppose, Chris, um, this brings me to one of my final parts. Um, considering all the experience you've had and even diving to a world that you barely understood uh, eight years ago, um, what would your advice be to aspiring entrepreneurs? You know, how, how, what, how do you get that mindset where you're able to stay ahead of the game, you know, especially as a startup founder? Um, I don't believe that uh, as an entrepreneur, we need to believe what we are doing is correct and to bring values to the target audience. Because only by bringing the values, right, you can sustain the business better. Then secondly, I felt that happy employees equals to happy customers equals to happy investors. Do not make any decisions to just satisfy your investors. And in the end, make your employee and customer unhappy. Because your customers are your paymaster, not your investor in the long term. Lastly, I believe uh, mental and physical health of entrepreneurs are very, very important because entrepreneurship is about uh, the long journey you enjoy, not the current short achievements that you have. These are the tips that uh, I want to advise. Yeah, that's a really, really, really sound advice there. I've been speaking with Chris Ung, the co-founder of Skyarc Studio. Chris, I appreciate your time this morning. You take care and have a great day ahead, yeah? Yes, thanks for the interview. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.